everyone! As you might already know, the sound you've just heard is air raid sirens, which here in Ukraine we face multiple times per day and that basically alarm citizens that Russian missiles were launched from Russian or Belarusian territory and are currently flying to Ukrainian territory to destroy infrastructure and kill civilians across the whole country. Today's guest of the Get to Know War podcast is Yana and now she's gonna tell her story. Tell us something about yourself. What's your name? Where are you from? And where are you studying? Hello, my name is Jana. I'm from Kherson, Kherson region. I, I have studied at Kherson State University for two years and also by uh, correspondence in the biblical seminary. Um, where were you on February 24th when Russia launched full-scale invasion of Ukrainian territories? And where was your family, if not with you? Mm-hmm. I was at home, my family too. Um, I was going to go to university in the morning, but then I, uh, at six o'clock, six o'clock, I read um, messages from my groupmates that I, they were not going to go to late lectures. I asked why, and um, then uh, had heard explosion somewhere far beyond my village. Um, since you're from the temporarily occupied region, can you tell us, please, what is the situation in your hometown right now? Uh, there were Russians in my city, and they captured dormitories, schools, kindergartens, so on to live there. They tried to distribute their currency and set their government in educational institutions, for example. Uh, they are rather uh, cruel to Ukrainian public figures who really love Ukraine and stay for that. Uh, but they are rather good to civilians to show their conduct good and build relationships. <laughs> um, that's helpful. And, uh, Russians hold some Russian holidays to make propaganda and make video Kinda Ukrainians have waited for them. But they bring their own people or donkers and traitors to make their videos. It's not real. That's always like a theater of them stupid actors for such stupid people as themselves. Um. Thank you for sharing that. It is actually a very important question um, of not only uh, weapon war, but also information war, which we are also fighting uh, in the Western media, in the world media, so as in the Russian media. And the fakes Russia is spreading are all around the world. And actually, most of the time, it is very hard to distinguish which are fakes and which are not, because some of them are very explicit, but some of them are intentionally made that way that you would never actually figure out that this is uh, untrue. It so hurts me, the situation I see when I heard about this. Um, yeah, I think this is hard for so many people in our country. And for me personally, it is hard to uh, empathize with those who are from the temporary occupied regions because I am not, and I wasn't even in Ukraine during that time. I was studying abroad. However, like seeing mm-hmm. seeing the um, destinies of people and the the paths of people just destroyed, it is very painful. I believe for every Ukrainian, but especially for those who are from the 
temporary occupied regions. Okay, so preceding the question regarding the situation in your hometown, how would you describe the evacuation uh, and is it possible for people to evacuate? Mm -hmm. Actually, I evacuated well, uh, but um, it is so hard situation with um, transports to leave uh, Kherson and Kherson region because it's so expensive for uh, people if they don't have a car or they have problems with car or such vehicles and um, it costs from uh, $200 to uh, go um, to other city uh, from $200 to 600 or even more I think uh, so if um, people don't have braveness enough uh, they will not they would not uh, leave their houses their home and go somewhere and uh, they just stay there and um, get used to this situation around them and uh, um, Russians are okay with letting people go um, but sometimes for example my classmates uh, she um, she got um, she got got shot uh, at her um, while she was driving through the battlefields, and um, it's so hard sometimes. But sometimes it's okay. I don't know what situation is now because I lived uh, her son one or two months uh, ago but sometimes it's so hard and uh, mm, i think it is also important to point out for the international uh, listeners that um, when people are asked why they're not living leaving the hotspots or they're not leaving the occupied territories it is not necessarily that they don't want to is, is that they can't a lot of the times because of the costs because for some people <laughs> $200 may sound like it's not a lot, but for others, $200 is actually what they earn per month. And like, uh, yeah, it is something they can't allow to spend um, in one day. And also because of the mm-hmm. danger of evacuating through the battlefields and getting shot there and, and dying on the way, a lot of the people choose not to evacuate while mm-hmm. a lot of are also evacuating. So my next question is, how did you experience this time abroad and did you wish you were in Ukraine during this time? Uh, yeah, now, now I'm in Poland as a volunteer who should make duties and spiritual or moral help for Ukrainians and Ukrainian teenagers. I, and I feel like I'm in my place, then I would um, go to Ukraine. What did you personally do since February 24th to help Ukraine win this war? I wrote in posts on Instagram and poems about war and just tried to live well and help the army. Um, thank you. Um, what is your biggest fear regarding the war? I think to be not useful. 
um, to not be useful in the sphere of volunteering and helping yeah, the army? for people, for Ukraine, for the situation when I see awful situations and I think like I'm nothing, uh, I can do nothing and I can help. Uh, it's so disgusting. So I I tried to, to help uh, the way I could do, and um, actually when I was in Kherson, I uh, didn't feel like I'm in the uh, battlefield uh, because I live in my uh, village, my house, my home. I was home, and uh, it was uh, other situation. It was much more harder, but I don't think I I had. Uh, the worst situation in my home. I thought that in Kharkiv, for example, or Mariupol, uh, there are much more, um, much more uh, suffering, and mm -hmm. uh, people are um, much more bad situation. So uh, when I uh, go to another city. I feel like I'm in Ukraine, I'm not in occupied uh, city, and I don't have to obey to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and do you see your future in Ukraine? And does something give you hope regarding the war? And if so, what is it? I'm hoping to come back to Ukraine to help and rebuild Ukraine in psychological sphere, help people overcome what they have gone through, to make conscious and great society. Um, there will be a big field to do such a job. Um, thank you very much. I think it will be also very much appreciated, this field, and will be needed a lot since what people mm -hmm. are going through. And sometimes they don't really re realize it yet but uh, it is going to be um, hard decades after, um, after we take our territories back and after we don't have enemy anymore on our land. Um, there are so many people devastated and so many souls crashed and people killed that um, it's not only the houses that need to be rebuilt, but people as well. And... Um, how do you think international community can help Ukraine to win this war? And what are the easy actions that everyone can perform? I want to say that I think that um, if um, somebody, for example, international community build um, great like a uh, society, uh, to help Ukrainians in moral sphere, uh, to overcome their uh, pains. Uh, it was a good um, idea to help Ukrainians in um, moral sphere. Just be uh, um, close and help and uh, listen to their stories and uh, just be with them with the people who overcome a big suffering. So it's like an idea what they can do. Um, yeah, thank you very much. And my last question is, do you have a message you would like to share with every Ukrainian currently in Ukraine or abroad? 
I guess I would say that they don't think they can do nothing because you're available, you can do a lot and just appreciate people around you, love them and do what you can depending on your abilities. Um, thank you very much. I agree with you actually um, on, on this regard about sharing the message with the Ukrainian people. Thank you very much for um, telling your story and for being here with us today. Thank you.